Hey there, everybody. In this episode of the podcast, we're going to talk about the tools that you need to be successful in your campaign or in the content that you're producing. We're going to talk about the planning that goes into it. And it's going to be a four-part podcast series where we dive really deep into helping you get the tools you need to be successful in your digital marketing. Whether it's you're doing ads or creating content or creating videos, no matter what activity you're doing, this is going to be extremely helpful. So I know that you're going to enjoy it. Let's get into today's podcast. All right, so today we're going to be talking all about planning. And when we're talking about planning, we're going to be defining exactly who our clients and customers are going to be. Now, this is going to sound very simple, but it's extremely important. I can't stress how important it is. And this idea for this podcast came from a consultation that I was having with a potential client the other day on Zoom. So um, we were talking and I asked her, who is your ideal client? If you could choose, who would you want to come into? She was a veterinarian. Who would you want to come into your practice? And she said, well, I don't really care. I just want anybody who owns a pet. And I said, are you sure? Because we're going to be doing and talking about the content that you're creating. And we're going to be talking about paid ads. And so you're spending your time and your energy into actually creating content and ads and offers for people. Wouldn't you rather get like, let's think about who are your favorite clients? What are your favorite clients or who are your favorite clients? And what are some of the commonalities? And I said, so tell me, think about your top four favorite clients. Who are they and kind of what is the behavior that they have? And she said, well, I really like the You know, my favorite clients are people that follow my recommendations and they comply with what I say and they come in, they come in regularly and they do basically all of the things that we say that they need to be doing. And I think that that is better than saying, okay, we need people who own pets. Now we're getting down to people who are interested in, you know, providing good care for their pets. But when we think about it even further, like, how can you define those people? It's not very helpful to say, okay, I want people who are going to listen to what I say. That doesn't define who your ideal client is. So we're going to talk about a specific framework that you're going to use to define your ideal client. And it's going to be really helpful for you in creating marketing and content and offers for these people to attract them. So going on with that example from my my talk the other day, she said, yeah, I want people who are going to follow my recommendations. And that's great. But really, when she thinks about it, who are the people that she's looking for? They're people who treat their pets like family. They're people who treat their pets like kids. There's a huge difference in pet owners as far as people who are extremely enthusiastic about taking care of their pets. They want their pets to live as long as possible. They want to provide all the best care. If they had, you know, to do spinal surgery on these pets, they would pay any amount of money to make sure that their pets lived the best life possible. So that's very vastly different from the other person who has a dog and it's in the backyard all the time and they don't really care. They just don't want to deal with it, right? It's a pet that they have. And there's a huge spectrum of clients and customers for her business, everybody in between as well. But if you haven't identified exactly who you're looking to target and who you want to reach, the marketing is going to be very different. You know, somebody who is just a pet owner and their dog is not really a part of their family, it's just on the side of the house. It's very different from somebody who has their pet living in the house. And, you know, in this example, it's easy to create content and marketing that's going to speak very differently to those owners. So we're going to dive into how to speak to those different groups of people. So the key here in defining 
exactly who you want is a process that I call creating a client avatar. And this isn't something that I invented. People call it creating a customer avatar, a client avatar. But basically what we do is we create fictional people who are going to represent the segments that we're looking to actually be targeting. And the offers and the content that we're going to be using and creating need to speak to these people. So here is a list of things that I go through when I think about who is the client that we're trying to get, who are the people that we're trying to target. Because if you're able to create content and offers that are going to speak to these pain points and problems and just very specific people, you're going to be able to be more effective in your marketing because people will feel like you understand what their main problems and their pain points are. And so they're going to hopefully believe that you can solve those problems for them more easily. So I actually like to create names for my client avatars so that I'm thinking of a specific person. And so I go through, I give them a name. I create and figure out what's their their age, what's their income level, what's their education level. Do they have kids? Do they have pets? How many pets do they have? What kind of pets do they have? Do they do any hobbies or activities? And are they married? Are they single? That kind of demographic data. Now, this is helpful when we're creating targeting too because we can use all of these targeting features inside of ad platforms. Once we have those main demographic points all nailed out and squared away, what we do next is we talk about what their goals and their values are. So what is the goal of, for example, going back to the veterinarian who wanted to be targeting clients that were in treating their pets like family, what's their goals? It's going to be very different from somebody who is just taking their pet in because they have to get the required vaccination by law, right? Somebody who's doing the bare minimum versus somebody who's doing preventative care and taking really good care of their pets, right? So that's just the example here. But what are their values? What do they value? And they value their pets. They love living life with their pets. They love the companionship. You know, talking about what they do value is very, very important. We need to then think about the pain points and the struggles that they have. So what are some of the things that they're struggling with? And the more emotional you can get, the better. So I'll give you some examples here. When I was um, thinking about and working with you know, veterinarians and pet owners, one of the things that they struggle with a lot is guilt as far as pet owners. When they're working all day, they love their pet and their pet's at home alone. So they feel super guilty. And that kind of pet owner who feels guilty about leaving their pet home all day, that's somebody who treats their pet like family. People who leave their dog on the side yard all day long, they don't feel guilty about it. They might feel guilty, but they don't do anything about it. So when you're talking about, hey, we have you know pet boarding services, and that way your, your pet doesn't have to be lonely all day. Creating content and things like that, you're going to speak to groups of people because you're, you're responding to their emotional state. And you're going to be solving a problem that helps them to avoid pain and avoid guilt. So that's very, very important to think about too. Additionally, we think about their role in the purchase process. If there's additional decision makers, sometimes people have to make a decision together. So a lot of times, um, you know, when we would do loans and things in the past, when we'd have clients that were making decisions, we knew a lot of times that people would defer to their spouse. And so you'd want to make sure to have both the spouses on the phone. So when you're thinking about creating content and offers, depending on what you're selling, especially on higher priced products, you're going to have to make sure that you're um, addressing you know, their, their activity and, and their part in the buying process. The last thing that I think is important to think about too is who, that they, who do they look for in consuming information. So 
if it is pet owners maybe they are looking to you know caesar milan the dog whisperer who can help you know train their their pets and things like but who are the people that influence them you're able to use that in targeting as well and if you're using language that specific groups of people are using you're going to be able to really talk to them and they'll feel like they're understood and they'll feel safe um, working with you so when we're thinking about who we want to be our ideal clients again i think it's important that you're thinking of maybe three or four segments and then we're able to use this information in everything else that we go on from here so we're creating offers which is going to be one of the next episodes and we're creating an empathy map right the before and after it's really important that you're clear about what these pain points are if you're not sure what they are it's important to spend time with your clients to figure out who they are what makes them tick what their concerns are and if you're not sure then find people who are like the people you want to spend you know time getting to know so for example if if i was trying to target new mothers i would ask my wife what are her biggest problems she's a new mother right if you want pet owners spend time with pet owners and ask them information but the more research that you can do here you're going to be able to create marketing content and offers that are just going to speak so much more to your audience and you're going to have a lot better results now this is something that I think most marketers they either just kind of glaze over or they don't really focus about when they're starting out. I think that typically when you're more experienced, you're going to spend a lot of time really figuring out who your target market is and putting the time and effort into building out these client avatars because they're so important. So let's wrap up this episode and talk about next episode, which I think you're going to love. So in this episode, we covered the client avatar, which is just one small part to the bigger puzzle. Next episode, we're going to be talking about a client empathy map, which is kind of the before and after grid of what your client is going to look like. Now, that's extremely important when you're creating offers and trying to figure out where you're trying to take your clients and what kind of promises you're going to be making that you can fulfill. And really, it it comes down to making effective marketing and i think it's one of the biggest things that most businesses who are not good at marketing this is a trap that they fall into they'll talk about their service they'll talk about all the features they don't talk about the benefits so we're going to be talking all about how to go from that before to the after what is the thing that we're promising and how can we help our clients to be happier and get to where they want to go so that's next episode it's going to be great if you haven't done so already be sure to subscribe in itunes or google play and if you ever have any questions you can head on over to maverickdigitalmarketing.com you can find me on facebook or youtube i make daily marketing videos on youtube so if you're looking for more help please reach out and i appreciate you listening have a great day